Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to NYFG Podcast. We're so excited. Today is going to be a great episode. For those of you who are just um, tuning in, don't know who we are, I'm Evelyn. I'm the older sister. And then I'm here with Claudia. She'll introduce herself. But we also have a younger sister, Jojo, who is not on the podcast yet, but we hope to have her on soon. So, Claudia, do you want to introduce yourself? You know, I already kind of did. Of course. Thank you guys all for joining us back for another week and trying to tolerate us talking for another 40 minutes today. So I hope you guys all enjoy. We've got some pretty, pretty serious things lined up for today, and I'm pretty excited about this episode. So thank you guys all again for coming back and um, enjoy the ride. podcast with Evan Claude. Thank you, Key Apparel, for sponsoring this episode. Yeah. So today, uh, it's very exciting because we've got a couple guests on today. Craig and Jerry are both veterinarians, and they work through the company Multi-Min 90. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves, and uh, what do you guys do? Like, where do you live? What's your social security number? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm Dr. Craig Louder. I uh, graduated from Washington State University in 2012. I've been practicing in Southern Idaho ever since. Uh, our practice is is almost 100% cattle. It's split between both dairy and beef. We're uh, down in the the Magic Valley region of of Southern Idaho, which is the the dairy dairy capital of the state. And so. Our herds out here uh, range anywhere from about 200 cows is our smallest herd up to we've got herds that are milking over 15,000 animals in one location. Uh, We've got some that are still uh, looking at at growing even a little bit more than that. Uh, I started working with Multi-Men USA uh, a couple of years ago, and so I still practice every day. And then uh, as as I guess sort of a side gig, Multi-Men has a number of of consulting veterinarians that are all practicing veterinarians that they're able to to call up and and help their sales staff out as far as being able to explain more of the technical side of what the product does. Wow, Craig, that's hard for me to follow, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm Dr. Jerry Rouge. I am a practicing veterinarian in Southern Indiana, Mitchell, Indiana. I have a practice with my wife, um, Spring Mill Veterinary Service, Dr. Karen, and then we have an associate. Um, Dr. Ellen Burcham that just joined us. And our practice is a mixed animal practice. I graduated in 1991, a long time ago, from Purdue University and Boiler Up. And actually for two years, I did dairy practice in Eastern Pennsylvania and did exclusively dairy there for two years and then moved back to Indiana mixed animal practice here. We had dairies when I first started, but they've all moved north in the northern part of the state. So I do mostly beef cattle now and um, work part-time like Craig. I started in 2018 with Multi-Men as a part-time technical consultant. And so it's kind of a unique opportunity they've given us as veterinarians to kind of give our take out in the field to people about um, this this product, Multi-Men 90. So, um, yeah, so I thought I would probably jump in then. I guess it's my turn to jump in and talk a little bit about the product. If you guys are ready, Claudia and Evan. Yeah. 
For sure. We use multi-min all the time on our farm, so I'm really excited to learn more about it because right now I'm just kind of doing as I'm told and I really want to know like why this product is great and why we use it so much on our farm. Well, multi-min is it's an injectable trace mineral product of copper, zinc, manganese, and selenium, and it's used in beef and dairy cattle, including in calves and the bulls too. Um, we use this product in conjunction with a complete trace mineral program. So mostly, you know, in the dairy cattle that's fed with the TMR, whereas in beef cattle, it's fed free choice. But these free choice, these minerals are needed, these trace minerals are needed in small amounts. That's why they're called trace minerals. But that very small amount, if you just have a little deficiency in it, you can have major issues. And so you can have a very big impact on um, a herd's reproductive, like conception and breeding, but also on the immune system. So trace minerals are very important in the immune system. I mean, we all have become COVID experts here recently. And one of the first things they said is, you need to take zinc. Zinc is very important. Well, yeah, we already knew this. Zinc is very important for the immune system, epithelium, and protection. So that's what a mineral is, just a chemical element that is required and it's essential for organisms to perform functions necessary for life. So that makes sure that everything um, happens the way it should. Now, sometimes people get vitamins and minerals mixed up because they are a lot of times supplemented together. But a vitamin is more of an organic compound that's essential too, and it a lot of times needs it in a small amount too. But Multimin is an injectable trace mineral that's given to the animal under the skin, along the neck, according to BQA. So we want to make sure that we're getting this done and we'll touch more as we go on about why it's important to use this product in conjunction with your trace mineral supplement. That is a really good explanation. Um, like Evelyn said, we've been using it for so long and I really guess I never really looked into like, I know that it was really good for the calves, but I guess I didn't know like why it was so good. Um, also shout out to my mom for making me drink liquid zinc at the beginning of quarantine when I could have just gotten a shot of it. <laughs> yeah, so like she was saying, we give our calves multi-min um, right when they're born within like the first hour or two. So, and we've seen that it helps a lot with their immunity. Um, could you talk about some other benefits that people can get from, or the calves can get from uh, multi-min when giving it to newborn calves? Yeah, so one of the biggest things that we're concerned about on newborn calves is making sure that we keep them healthy. We've got to make sure that they're able to avoid scours. Nobody likes to go out and deal with a, a calf that has the severe diarrhea and try and, and get them rehydrated, having to force feed them because they, they've got a bad stomach ache. We don't like to, to deal later in life to, uh, with the pneumonias when they've got respiratory diseases that are, that are causing them to, to have a hard time breathing. And so one of the, the first things that we want to do is we want to try and make sure that, that immune system is, is prepared to be able to to face those challenges. And in order to prepare that immune system, we've got to make sure that we're giving them the building blocks. And so even though, you know, if we're going to build a house, we're not just going to show up and expect to build the house without without the lumber and, and equipment there to, to make that a structure. And it's the same thing with our immune system. We can't expect our immune system to be able to build the antibodies and, and have the cells there and have them working if we're not giving them the parts that they need. And so that's what the multi-min does is these minerals, these trace minerals like Jerry was talking about, even though they're required in very, very small quantities, they're 
make up a, a huge proportion of the enzymes and, and uh, cofactors in these cells that, that help to signal to our, our cells on what they need to do. And so there's been studies that have, have showed that, you know, on these, on these calves, we, we don't want to just keep them alive. We want to be able to keep them healthy and thriving. And some of the studies have shown that if we give a calf a, a single injection of an antibiotic in about the first eight weeks of life, that she's going to produce nearly 1,100 pounds less during her lactations than she would have had she not received those, those antibiotics. And so university studies here in the U.S. and field studies in, in New Zealand have both shown that by supplementing these calves with the, with the multi-man product, it dramatically decreases the amount of, of young calf diseases that, that we encounter, such as those scours and pneumonias and ear infections. And then in addition to that, not only are we improving our, our innate immune system, those white blood cells, but studies from the University of Georgia have shown that, that we get a lot better response to our vaccines. And so as soon as we start giving those vaccines, whether we're doing some intranasal vaccines at birth or starting to hit them with the, the injectable vaccines as we're getting closer to weaning, that the studies have shown that we're able to, to have better, uh, better response to those vaccines. And so we're not just vaccinating the animal, but we're actually immunizing it. We're giving it a, we're giving it that immunity that it needs to be able to, to fight off those diseases. One of the, the other things that we get asked a lot is, is, is it safe for these young calves? And, and we've done studies too, that, that not only is it efficacious in, in improving the immune system, but it's very safe in giving, giving the product to these young calves, whether they're dairy or beef animals. Wow. I like that fact that you said about the antibiotics. I actually never knew that if you give an antibiotic to a calf early on, then she won't produce as much. So I think that's great to use like multi-min to get them off to a healthy start instead of waiting for something bad to happen to them. Good preventative. And it kind of goes with you know, beef cattle too, on the flip side with beef cattle that <clears throat> using it at birth, you know, right east of the Mississippi or the Mississippi corridor on east, we're all very either borderline or deficient in selenium. And so, you know, giving it to those calves at birth like Craig was talking about, if the owner is able to do so, because with beef cattle, it's a little different. They're calving out in the pastures and stuff, but we still um, will get a bump in their immune system because they're just their body is using a tremendous amount of trace minerals because their immune system, they're getting it from the colostrum and their body is building the immune system like Craig talked about. And then we'll come back again on the beef calves and give it at two to three months of age. That's usually in a spring calving herd when we're getting ready to turn them out to pasture. And then again at weaning, and that's going to booster up their immune response. Craig referenced a study at the University of Georgia. And one thing I'd like to put a plug in about multi-men is the studies that are done are not done by multi-men. They are university-conducted um, peer-review research trials, which as a veterinarian, that's really important to me because some studies you'll read from some companies, they use 12 calves and they did the study. Um, whereas the multi-men studies, none of them have been done by multi-men. They are all um, peer-reviewed studies. So very important. But the one he talked about the University of Georgia was, you know, we talk, we hear a lot about herd immunity and 80%, you know, we're trying to hit 80% to get vaccinated, you know, to get the animals protected. And they did a study where they showed the calves that got vaccinated had an um, increase in titer considered vaccinated four months or four weeks later, a uh, 53% responded on the controls. The ones that got multi-men and vaccinated, 80%. So that's significant, and that's a really big deal. 
So I didn't mean to interject. I know we're mostly talking about dairy, but I know you guys got some backyard people that are want to know a little bit about beef too. So for sure, yeah. we need the beef perspective as well. When you say that one area, I've heard this a lot, and I just want to like clarify it for all the listeners that are um, behind like me. <laughs> um, uh, when you say like one area is more um, like available with like different minerals, like selenium and different. Like, how does that come about? That's from, like, what the cows are eating originally, or it's coming from the soil? It's from the, so the soil, um, the soil is kind of where the minerals are uptake by the plant from the soil. So it can be due to geographically where the, where the, the forage is from, okay? That's going to affect what the mineral content is of the forage or the crops or the grains or whatever you're feeding, but also the weather. Selenium is very fickle about being taken up by plant. You know, if you have a year of a severe drought, you'll have selenium deficiencies. And I always tell the story when I was younger, we had um, dairy calves that we had bottle fed and put on grain. And it was a year after we had a drought. So we had our hay and our grain from that year. And I was pretty young, but we had a bunch go down and they had white, they had clinical white muscle disease. They had selenium deficiency. And, you know, most of us recognize these true deficiencies, you know, but what we see a lot in practice, and I know Craig will back me up on this, is these subclinical ones where they're borderline deficient. And so it causes issues with conception and our immune response. I just want to point gotcha. out, too, that that shows how sharp Jerry's mind is, because in order for him to remember something from when he was very young, that was a long time ago. And so <laughs> that, that shows you how smart Jerry is. Yes, I love you too, Craig. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, next question that I have for you guys is, um, there's a lot of different vitamin supplements, as you guys were saying. How does Multimin compare to these other vitamin supplements? I guess I'll jump on that one. Um, I think, you know, right now there is no other, there is no other injectable that contains copper, zinc, manganese, and selenium. So that's one thing. So it's the only product out there that has these things. Really the only product that gets close injectable wise is one that just contains selenium, um, which would be like Muse and Bosi. But um, one issue that is on the label for them is anaphylactic reactions. So you can have some anaphylactic reactions with the other products. Whereas with multi-men, there's no issues with that. Ours just basically contains the, the minerals and the that we don't have a carrier that has an issue with reactions. But there are some oral products too, but the issue is antagonism. So antagonism is most of the minerals are absorbed in the small intestine. So in an in a older animal that has a functioning rumen, they have to get across that rumen that harsh environment that is very hard on minerals. It, it ties them up and binds them and they're not absorbed very well. So antagonism is when something like um, sulfur, which sulfur is in a lot of our water. We, a lot of us have issues with sulfur, but it's also on other things like dry distillers or any byproducts like that. Like in my part of the world, we feed a lot of, I'm very close to all the whiskey distilleries and so we feed a lot of that kind of stuff. But a lot of this distillers goes all over the U.S. Give me two seconds. <laughs> the busy man. Now, <laughs> we'll, we'll, I know we'll cut that. But I didn't realize my phone at the house had never rings. And I didn't understand. 
So I'm like, so popular. Okay. That also shows you Jerry's age. He still has a landline. <laughs> I live out in the middle of nowhere. So anyway, now I can st start talking. So these dry, these different distillers contain a lot of sulfur. So does molasses. So anything that has molasses in it, you're going to have antagonism with minerals. And then we also have something, uh, another thing called molybdenum, which is in the environment which we are finding that we thought was mostly out, you know, the West, but now we're finding it um, when we do liver biopsies of cows to evaluate their mineral content, to see how much mineral they have, um, we're finding high levels of molybdenum, which it ties up copper and selenium. So what, what you have is when you, any, the injectable bypasses that. So it goes right in the bloodstream within eight hours, you get therapeutic blood levels with multi-med. But if you use an oral product, there was a study just done at Iowa State by Dr. Stephanie Hansen. And what she showed is these other different oral products are not effective at raising the blood levels for a significant period of time at all, whereas Multiman does that. And Craig's done some stuff too with selenium that he probably can comment too. Yeah, so we, uh, while I was still in uh, college, we actually did a study with Multiman comparing it to BOCI to, to compare the the serum response to these trace minerals in the animals after they'd been injected with those two products. And and like Jerry said, BOCI and MUCI, they've been around for a long time. That's one of the products that, that a lot of producers are more familiar with as far as an injectable mineral supplement. But what we found was that the the MUCI or the BOCI and the, the multi-man on the selenium had the exact same uh, serum response in the animal as, as each other. However, the multi-man had a lot better uh, response as far as the zinc and the manganese and copper because it's got it in the product and and the other doesn't and so we get that added benefit and when we're thinking about the body especially on the immune system those other trace minerals in addition to the selenium are, are critical for a lot of our our oxidative reactions that is what our our bodies use to kill pathogens and then that that selenium is critical in being able to shut that down and so by just going with the, the selenium without the other, we're, we're sort of giving the animal what it needs at the finish line, but not what it needs at the start for that immune system to, to effectively take out some of those pathogens. And now I know a lot of guys sometimes get worried about want, or not wanting to stick another needle into an animal because we're already giving so many different vaccines or so many different injections. But as Jerry talked about, the, the injectable is the only way that we can bypass really three out of the major three out of the four major issues that we have with with mineral supplementation so first of all we've got to get that mineral into the cow so she's got to eat it it's got to go into the mouth with the injectable we don't need to worry about it going into the mouth we're getting it into the skin next we're worried about that antagonism in the in the rumen that jerry talked about because we're not going into the rumen we don't need to worry about antagonism then we need to worry about absorption in the small intestine that jerry talked about but again because we're already picking it up into the bloodstream, we don't need to worry about absorption. The only major hurdle that we can overcome with the, the injectable is the excretion that goes out through the urine. And so just like anything else that we take in through the mouth, what goes in must come out. And so when we've got it in, when we've got these minerals into the blood, that blood passes through the kidneys, the kidneys that are filtered that takes a lot of, of products out. And then that goes out through the urine. And so really that's the only uh, obstacle that we can't overcome with the injectable form of the mineral. The other three, the intake, the absorption, the antagonism, we're able to bypass all of those by by simply going uh, 
with the injectable form of the mineral. Yeah, you got three out of four. That's really impressive. Um, That's a C. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something that I find really important about the food that I eat is knowing exactly where it came from. Whenever I eat Cabot cheese, I feel so good about it because I know that the co-op of farm families, such as our farm, own Cabot. Cabot cheese has also quite literally saved our family. When Evelyn and Josephine both found out that they were lactose intolerant, it was bad news for them. Luckily, they can still enjoy Cabot cheddar cheese because it is naturally lactose free. Um, my question was actually from my aunt, too, because we recently started giving multi-min to our cows when we dry them off, and I asked her why, and she didn't really have, like, a really clear explanation. It's just that our sales rep told her, and I guess she, like, lost track of what it was, but we know it's good for them, so I want you guys to tell me why is it beneficial to give multi-min when you're drying off your cows? It sounds like because your sales rep told you, and what a sales rep says has <laughs> got to be true, right? Pretty much. No, so, so when we're when we're thinking about a lot of these nutrients, we're especially thinking about dairy cows. When it when a cow is under stress, that is when they're going to be mobilizing the most nutrients to be able to overcome that. Our dairy cows are always under stress, but then if we think about a lot of our our management practices. We're giving a lot of vaccines at, at dry off time as well. And so we're wanting that body to be able to effectively be able to utilize those vaccines. And so we want to give them the, those building blocks that it needs to be able to respond. And so by giving a cow the multi-minute dry off, we're actually really benefiting both the cow to be able to respond to the, those vaccines, but also to the calf, because that cow is still trying to grow that calf inside of her. And, and mother nature does a great job of putting our macro minerals, our calcium, our phosphorus, our magnesium, into into the milk but she does a really poor job of putting uh, micro minerals in there and so our our way of overcoming that is that we're able to to stack that calf's liver with those micro minerals our copper our selenium our zinc into the calf before it's born so it's already got some stores built up there before it before it's born another thing about the dry period is a lot of dairies feed a decad diet and this is fed in order to help prevent milk fevers or, or low calcium levels when that uh, cow calves. The problem with a lot of these decad diets is we talked about antagonists and we have a lot of sulfur that's in those decad diets that's used to be able to, to acidify our blood that helps to dry out a lot of, of calcium out of the bone when that, that cow calves. And so as we're doing that, not only are we, we uh, helping to prevent one problem, but we're actually starting to cause another one because we're causing that antagonism to where we may actually start to be lower on some of these micro minerals. And so by putting the injectable in there, again, we're bypassing that antagonism, we're uh, bypassing those those issues with absorption to where the animal still has what she needs. And so Cornell has shown that, that by giving dairy cows two shots in the dry period, so it dry off and move to close up, and then another one at, at uh, during the fresh period, when we're giving some more of those fresh cow vaccines, that we're actually able to decrease the amount of stillbirths. We're able to decrease the amount of endometritis, and so a uterine infection. We're able to reduce our subclinical cases of mastitis, and so those are all major issues that that affect our dairy cows that can that can greatly impact the longevity of our cows in our herd. That's great, and I'm really excited to go into work and tomorrow and tell my aunt all about that, so she can know exactly <laughs> why she's giving multi into them.
You're going to be the most popular at work tomorrow, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the smarty pants. Yep. <laughs> I know I'm learning more right now than I think I did in my trig class earlier. So very exciting. I would not do trig at all. I would die. It would be horrible. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm good at it, but I am taking it. So I've got a little bit of a scenario question next for whoever wants it. Um, a lot of people come to us and they're like, I've got, you know, three or four dairy cows kind of as a hobby thing, but every time they have babies, like, how do you treat your scours and everything? I don't want to spend a fortune on all of these different, um, you know, medications or things to help uh, newborn calves. And they ask us, and then they're like, oh, I don't know about that. Like, I don't know if I want to get into it that deep. So if someone only has a few animals or maybe, so say I have a small herd of beef or dairy, would multi-min be a good investment? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't really matter how many animals you have because, you know, I have a lot of people even with 4-H animals that they definitely know the benefit. And so they'll have like two head and they'll come in and get multi-men for two head. So, you know, because you're looking at things like Craig has talked about kind of advantages on the dairy end. And then when we look at advantages on the beef end, we look at the increased conception, maybe compressing our calving season. So we have more calves born early in the calving season, which equates to much more money for clients, a higher return on their investment. And also when you look at on the, the response to vaccine. So you're given vaccine instead of 53% responding, 80% respond. So in effect, you're making your vaccine more effective. And another thing that, you know, when Craig talked about with the dairy calves and we talked about antibiotic use, I mean, we are in the age of judicious use of antibiotics. We're in the age where we need to be very cognitive of what antibiotics we're using, when we're using them, and how much we're using, because we're under a lot of scrutiny as an industry of what we're doing. And we, of course, none of us want to use more antibiotics than what you know is needed. But I feel like that this is a really great product because we're able to help decrease um, antibiotic usage and help increase the health of the animals. And we even have some, you can, you, I mean, a lot of the reps can sit down with people and even do a return on investment, help you, you know, sit with the producer and say, this is how much a shot is. This is some of the benefits and try to pencil things out and show you that, you know, show a producer. Yes. You know, it will pay for itself for sure. Do you like my smile at the end? I grin. I'm like, I'm done. That was great. Yes, this is one that I'm very interested in. Um, we talked about giving multi-min when a calf is born, when they're drying off. I know you kind of mentioned the fresh period. When are some other really important um, parts in a cow's life where we should be giving multi-min to them? So really any time that we've got a, a stressful event on that animal. And so in our in our young calves at weaning time, we're, that's going to be the most stressful time in an animal's life is when it when all of a sudden we're asking it to go from a liquid diet to a solid diet and to be able to survive. It, a lot of times we're given a lot of vaccines around that same period, and so we've got a high demand for those those minerals, and so we want to want to have them on uh, fast. So most dairymen are familiar with giving CMPK to a milk fever cow. So CMPK is an injectable form of of macro minerals. And we give that to the animal because we need a fast response. We're not worried about how long it's going to last in the system. We just want to be able to get it in there fast so that the animal has what it needs right then. And then it can get up to the, the feed bunk and continue to eat and, and get the other minerals that it needs. 
Well, just like there's a some time periods where we need our macro minerals fast, there's time periods in a cow's life where we need micro minerals fast. And so that's when we utilize the multi-min. And so, like I say, around weaning time is a, is a critical time when those animals need more uh, trace minerals in order to, to overcome those, those immunity challenges. When we're getting ready to, to breed those uh, heifers or after a cow is calved and we're trying to get her to breed back, the reproductive system requires a lot of trace minerals to be able to produce those, those follicles and to be able to ovulate off. And so by making sure that she has those, those trace minerals in her system there, we're able to improve our conception rate in, in, on the beef side. On dairy cows, generally we've got a lot of, of minerals going into the feed. And so we don't see quite as high a, a response or improvement on our, on our conception rate, but we still, still get some. The big thing is, is that, like Jerry says, is that there's, we've got these oral supplements out there but the University of Iowa has shown that it takes anywhere from about four to six weeks if we're, if we're depleted on those minerals to be able to build them back up through, uh, through the diet. With the injectable, we're able to build it back up in a matter of eight to 10 hours to where it needs to be. And then we're able to maintain it with the oral mineral. And so we're not trying to play catch up. We're able to, to just keep the animal where she's at. So her system has those, those parts that she needs to be able to to respond and do the functions that we're asking her to do. Yeah, so you were saying when you're going to breed, because my cousin is very against using it for some reason when he's breeding, but you're saying it can increase the conception rate? We can. So so on this, I'm not saying that, you know, when a cow's in heat, we're going to go out and, and hit her with a shot of multi-men and, and go ahead and breed the cow. What this is doing is is we're trying to get that cow uh, through that transition period. And so if we're got a, if we've got a voluntary wait period of say 50 days and it takes anywhere from four to six weeks to, to build back those trace minerals after she's calved because she's lost so many of those minerals as giving them to her, to her baby, really, we may only have 10 days where she's up to having her full amount of minerals that she needs in her system. And so we don't want her to try and uh, try and be cycling on low minerals. And so by giving her those shots, say when we give her fresh vaccine at, at 20 to 30 days in milk, all of a sudden we've got her prepped to where she's going to be able to start cycling to where now we're going to be able to have a more fertile heat cycle earlier in lactation for when she comes out of that voluntary wait period, we can hopefully get her pregnant a lot, lot better there. And so we can improve that first service conception rate. That's great. Can't wait to pass that along to him. <laughs> yeah, but on the on the beef side, I probably would add on the beef side a little bit. Maybe that, um, for instance, when we were setting the heifers up to be bred for AI, so we do a you know sync protocol and stuff. So a lot of times we're giving that first shot. Uh, most of the research data was done at 30 days prior to breeding, but a lot of my clients are doing it when they cedar when they insert the cedars and give the setup shot. So we're trying to do it then, and. On the beef cattle, we're usually trying to do it like if we're a spring calving herd, we do it in the at Craig check time typically in the fall because they're getting ready for that. What like Craig talked about, stacking the liver of the calf in the last trimester. So we're trying to get ahead of that to bump up their levels so they have more in their liver to dump into the calf's liver. And then when we repeat it again in the spring, if they can, is right before breeding, as close whenever a lot of times that pasture turnout which a lot of times will kind of correlate to when they're giving it to the calves for the second time and they just do it then. And one thing we haven't really talked a lot about, but 
is bulls. Bulls, it's very important for bulls to get multi-min because zinc is very important um, for the develop development maturation of sperm. So um, any herds that are using natural bulls, um, they should get multi-min, preferably, you know, 30, 45 days before they're going to use them for breeding. Um, like on the beef herds, a lot of times we'll do that when we semen check the bulls. We'll give them a dose of multi-min then. I did not know that. That's awesome. All right. So we've talked a lot about how great this product is and how much Evelyn and I love it and how much we trust it. And we are so excited to be talking to you guys because we are just a loyal customer to you guys and we have a very low death rate at our farm. If we're talking about multi-min for this long, I think that we should talk about where we can go to get multi-min or who we can talk to to buy multi-min at um, any farm, any farmer ranch in the country. Well, it is a product that it's prescription, so you need to work with your veterinarian to get a prescription or whether you buy it through your veterinarian. A lot of it just kind of depends. But um, yes, yeah, so it's prescription because of the amount of selenium because of the injectable selenium product. So it is um, talk to your veterinarian. And then also, I mean, I don't want to forget that we have an awesome website, multimenusa.com or savethelung.com or calfvalue.com, but multimenusa.com will take you to the website. And then it, wherever you're at, it'll tell you who your rep is. So you can actually contact your rep. And I, I will tell you, the reps that we have are awesome about getting back with people and getting with people. They, they're really good at that. So they can get with you. And then if it's a question they're not sure about, then they contact one of us. Or you can email questions. Um, to the there's emails um, listed on the website and you can also um, there's a lot of different things on the website that can kind of show you different things um, one other thing is we didn't really talk about the dose of multi-men so um, the dose of multi-men in cattle it's a cc per 100 pounds up to a year of age then a year to two years of age it's a cc per 150 and then two years of age and older, it's a CC per 200 pounds. And that's clearly labeled on the bottle. And it's on the bottle, it's on the box, everything that Multimin comes in. Multimin is stored at room temperature, has a very, very long shelf life, which is nice. And um, we talked a little bit about that definitely you need to give it, according to BQA, we like to give it as the lowest injection on the side of the neck. So if you're giving other shots at the same time, give multi-men low. If you're given like to a calf black leg, you want to give it above the multi-men and give the multi-men low. And there is no milk withhold on multi-men. So you don't have to dump your milk when you give multi-men. There's a 14 day slaughter withhold. Yeah, I like how that's a really low dosage. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck for sure. So yeah, that is where I think we're going to end. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. And we're so excited to have Craig and Jerry on today. If you're thinking about getting multi-min i hope this podcast pushed you over the edge because it's truly an amazing product um check out their website it's super user-friendly there's a lot of good stuff on there and also follow them on instagram and do you guys have a facebook yes yes follow them on facebook too they're really great about their social media and thank you guys all for listening and we'll see you next time have a great day everybody